You are listening to Mosaic's Midweek Podcast. Through a series of personal reflections and stories, we share how the kingdom of God is breaking into our hearts and our city as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Wes Mills here and welcome to the Mosaic Midweek Podcast. It is Wednesday, January the 13th. And I think we can all maybe take a collective breath and sigh for what was all of last year and yet still what is going to be quite a few unknowns this year. And I was thinking back on 2020 over the last two weeks and just all the things that were forming me, the things that were forming my emotions and my thought life and my convictions and how many of those were actually aligned with the fruit of the spirit and how many of those were just mere reactions to events. And I got to thinking of just how much we are constantly being formed by so many things. We are formed by what we intake, what we consume on TV, what we fear, uh, what our subconscious is doing, how we use our time. We are formed by our work environments and our phone habits and our routines and our relationships. We are all being formed all the time. And sometimes it's intentional, but much of the time it's actually unintentional. And the way to combat being unintentionally formed is this intentional counter formation, where we intentionally engage and invest and participate in being formed by God, which is communion with God through prayer, through the scriptures, in relationship with one another, on mission together, and even near the margins of our neighborhood. And it is this regular and consistent counterformation that will, by God's grace and with God's spirit, form us more into his image. And so I thought a midweek podcast would be a helpful guide toward that counterformation. And so the purposes of this are pretty simple. They're threefold. The first is this space is going to offer a deeper dive into some of the practices that we're going to be implementing throughout the year and beyond. Uh, practices that will form us, that will be a part of this counterformation. Some call them spiritual disciplines, others call them habits, others call them the ways of Jesus, but whichever language or vocabulary you want to use, these are exercises that will draw us closer into the presence of God and push us further into his mission to the world. And the second purpose is that this is actually a space to spotlight folks, folks who are in our community and outside our community doing meaningful kingdom-oriented work, work that matters, work that's important, uh, work that's perhaps unseen or not recognized or even underappreciated. And we just need more encouragement in life. And one of the ways we encourage one another is to share openly about what God is doing in our lives and in our city and in our world. And I have found there is no better antidote for the cynicism of our age than the ministry of encouragement. We just all need it. And finally, we are going through the New Testament this year, and this is a space to process some of that and lean into some of that and even look at the fine print of what we're actually reading and what's the subtext, not just what the text says, but what the text means in its time and place and in this time and place. So the practices of Jesus, the way in which he lived, the people of Jesus, those inside and outside our community, and then the words of Jesus and words about Jesus, 
what we daily digest and seek to embody to the world. And truth be told, there is still just so much we don't know. I mean, just this past week, we witnessed an insurrection at the Capitol building. And the moment that we think some of the chaos will die down, it goes even deeper. And the darkness and the despair and the evil that is on display takes a serious toll on us. So whether we're angry or upset or frustrated or sad or whatever emotion you may be experiencing, we can all agree that we collectively are very, very tired. So let's not miss this opportunity to return to God in our weariness. So whether you're in the car or fixing dinner or watching the kids, I'm just going to read this psalm and I want it to move from your head down to your soul. These are the words of David found in the 131st Psalm. Charles Spurgeon says this is the shortest psalm to read, but the longest to learn. It speaks of a young child, but contains the experience of a mature and wise person. Lowliness and humility are here seen in connection with a holy and confident heart. It's three simple verses. O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul, like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child with its mother. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore.